Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of D Podcast. I am here again with my boys, friends. Say hi, everybody. And today, as the title suggests, we will be talking about Coco, which this is going to be fun because this is our first film episode, which will hopefully be one of many. So with these uh, film episodes, we will be going through the entire film. So if you haven't seen it, you might not want to listen to this episode, but that's okay. You can go back and listen to all of our other brilliant episodes. But uh, so yeah, today we will be going through the entire film of Coco, talking about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it, uh, cool things that they did with the film, and uh, yeah, so it'll it'll be fun. Okay, so uh, the film Coco was uh, came out in 2017 from Pixar Animation Studios. Uh, it was nominated for 91 awards and won a total of 68. Uh, some other cool things about it uh, that I didn't even know until Jack pointed it out a few, I think it was last last week, something like that. Last time I saw you. But um, I don't, uh, the characters, whenever they're playing actual instruments, they're holding the right notes and playing the right chords and hitting the right drums, which has always been a pet peeve of musicians everywhere whenever they get an actor that doesn't actually know how to play an instrument that they're supposed to play. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be going through Coco. Alright, let's start. So it opens on the Disney castle, as a lot of films do. And it's Flamenco. So what did you think about that? Like, I just thought that was cool, that they changed it to Flamenco. I'm a huge fan of Flamenco, so I, I thought that was kind of awesome. Yeah. It sets the tone really well. Yeah, it the does. Mood. Hold on. I'm going to try and fix something. Okay. So... Wow, that made it. Dang it, my head cut my head. Okay, so, um, what did you think of the next scene? It, Miguel explains uh, his family history with the, I don't know what you call those, but they're almost like, piece. it's almost like paper mache. That was fun. Um, I pointed out that it was an, ac- uh, an accurate depiction of Mexican culture, and, uh, and then there's the whole sequence with... Um, Miguel and going through and telling his telling uh, Mama Coco the I used to run like this but now I run like this which is way faster. <laughs> yeah, it kind of like sets the scene for like their relationship. And yeah, how. it's more like it's more of like a at the beginning it's more like a goofy relationship but then it definitely changes towards the end when Miguel learns more. Well, but that makes sense because, yeah. like, human relationships are so complex. Yeah, and that's what I think... I've heard a lot of people that are, like, that, uh... Like, this movie... The characters go... Like, Miguel goes through a lot of change in this movie. And so does his family. Uh, which, uh, you'll see through, as we, uh, finish it up. Uh, then they introduce Dante throughout that scene. Which, that was pretty fun when he collides into the back of a trash can. Um... Then, of course, there's the emphasis throughout that scene that the family hates music, which, I mean, I know family who hate specific types of music, but I don't know anybody who hates all music. Yeah. Yeah. That's just kind of, it's just odd. All right, and then you have the uh, song uh, with Ernesto de la Cruz, which introduces his character, and I put, man, crushed by a bell, that's harsh. I know. That's just like a... I feel like that. I feel like Disney was just like, hmm, how could he die? 
crushed by a bell. That makes sense. When we saw the movie for the first time, we all laughed. Yeah, it's just so comical. It's just like... And then the fact that Miguel's like, I want to be just like him. She's like, okay. I want to be crushed by a giant bell. Okay, Miguel, you do what you want to do, buddy. Uh, and then there's the scene with the mariachi, which I thought that was really cool, that they included a lot of those guys, the mariachi. And, um, and I put, I pointed out, and I'm pretty sure you guys pointed it out whenever you saw it, um, Miguel is, once, when you first meet him, he's really torn between, do I want to pursue music, or do I want to stick with my family? And, of course, that changes several times, Mm -hmm. according to, like, what other characters say, and... Um, what he goes through, but yeah, it's they did a good job with Miguel, uh, which uh, I might actually have to point out so, uh, something about Miguel later on. Uh, the hideout scene, which uh, comes kind of after uh, after the whole no music montage almost. Uh, that's a fun scene whenever he's playing just by himself, uh, mimicking De La Cruz. Um. Again, he held down the right notes, and that was... I read something interesting about that. Yeah. They were trying to make him seem like a kid who wanted to play music without him saying it all the time. Yeah. So that scene was, like, really important. Well, no, it made... Because he's he's not going to, have a bunch of... Yeah, he says it, like, directly. I, I, like, several times he says, I am born to play music, it's my destiny, things like that. But, But yeah, he did... Yeah, but it's not, like... Like, if you've ever seen The Black Cauldron, where Torin is like, I want to be a warrior, I want to be a warrior. And that's apparently his passion. You can't see it, but I put quotation marks. Passion. But um, it gets annoying to the point where I don't like the character of Torin. And then with Miguel, he says it a few times, but he's and but they have scenes where he actually, instead of saying it, he shows that he wants to play music and I they did a good job well think about like he's he's I think he's the youngest or close enough in his family and he has all these older siblings and they're all wrapped up in their own little shoe making world he may not be used (laughs) (laughs) he may not be used to you know kind of expressing himself and what's he what he wants to do and stuff like that so. Which is the complete opposite of the youngest really, in our family. Oh yeah. She very much. Ex- no, I'm just kidding. We love my we love my sister Anna. Shout out to Anna. She's not in here, but she's fine. And then um, when it, I don't know why I put De La Cruz as Coco's father. It's his great great grandfather. That's what it is. Great great grandfather. But um, when then he discovers on the ofrenda. I hope I'm not butchering these Spanish words. Like, my favorite song is only Spanish that I cannot pronounce. And I'm like, dang it, I really hope Spanish class is going to come in handy. Then then I can understand what this is is saying. Um, But um, he discovers the the picture on the ofrenda after the picture frame breaks. And he discovers that his great-great-grandfather has the guitar. The guitar. The, guitar, the guitar, which I thought that was cool when Miguel like recreated it. I put yeah. like, so apparently, I was like, man, if you can't do music, you might want to pursue craftsmanship I or mean, something. I'd like to There's point a- out, like with the guitar, you know, a lot of times with music, you have like 
you want to mimic your musical heroes and stuff. Yeah. Like if, like I like Green Day, so I went through a phase of time where I wanted to get a cheap guitar and cover it in stickers. And yeah. For some reason, because I wanted, you know, to make it sound like other guitar Green Day uses, and it's really cool the way they accurately depict that in the movie. Mm-hmm. The the striving to be like one's idol. Which, um, I think everybody, whoever's trying to pursue a specific career that, um, has many, that has many storied people in it, so, like, music or sports or, uh, even, even preaching, there's more, like, famous preachers in history or famous, um, famous sports players, famous musicians. So, yeah, they, I feel like this is one of Pixar's best films. I agree. I feel like it. I feel like it's in the top films of that Pixar has made, but for some reason, it's not one of the top ones I like. Hmm. Like you know, like you respect it because it's a great film, but then you have other ones that you like better, whether or not it's a better film or not. It's just kind of that's just how I fall. It's just personal bias. Yeah, at that point, it's personal bias. Uh, but then, uh, uh, of course. Um, Miguel comes back after discovering the picture uh, and declares that he's born to play music. And of course, they disag- the family disagrees. I put R.I.P. guitar. R.I.P. That is wrong. Alright, that made me cringe. That I was, was like, crazy. what in the world? You I, broke a guitar. So I pictured that happening to my guitar and I can't watch that scene. It makes me it's cringe. It's like whenever you watch the Dude Perfect Quarantine Stereotypes video and the they like stuff. throw off the Star Destroyer off like a... Yeah, that was painful. That was no, painful. And then it like it shatters in a million pieces oh. and it's just like, what the heck and is it's wrong about with you? So it so is. <laughs> Almost. I have to look it up. When we watched the guitar destroying scene, we watched it about like sixteen times, and we just I started wait like on replay, like yeah, you just restarted. I could not watch it, and Why? I started laughing like. <laughs> and I actually found interesting about when they were destroying the guitar. It wasn't just like they went like bang and it all shattered. They they made it slower and really brought out the scene. Yeah, like nice. I'd like to point it was like out watching his happiness. I've you taught people how to properly smash a guitar. Not that I'll ever do it. The way it's smashed is accurate. That doesn't really matter. But Pixar did the research there. I feel like Pixar. Uh, one thing that is very commonly known throughout the Disney community is that Pixar does a lot of what is called world building. And what, basically what that means is they go in detail about every single thing. So think like the equivalent, Pixar does the equivalent world building uh, to like Harry Potter, that whole world, uh, Star Wars. Like, it's just so intricate in every single film that they do, but, um, it's, they don't, they don't settle for second best. They go all out. Um, and then, of course, Miguel, uh, wants to participate, oh, I forgot to mention, the talent show that the mariachi, uh, it's like, hey, if you want to do music, um, sign up for the talent show. And then, of course, Miguel doesn't have a guitar anymore. So, his option is to break into a grave and steal his supposed great-great-grandfather's guitar. Because that's that, what everybody duh. would do. That is, yeah, of course. And it's, it's a, and then his excuse is like, I'm De La Cruz's great-great-grandson. I'm like, 
And it's like, sure, kid. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, whatever. It's just like, I am, uh, I must have this guitar. It's like, family, I'm, uh, uh, I, ah, man, I can't think of the right word. Anyway, it's like, my right to have this guitar, almost. I love that scene with the mariachi so much, because it's so realistic. Yeah, and then the mariachi's like, I didn't ask for, <laughs> all I asked was for a shoeshine, not your life story. <laughs> right, no, because, you know, there's almost, like, he, he treats Miguel like kind of a little kid, but you can also see some affection Yeah, there. it's like, um, one really uh, cool example is I've actually met a real mariachi uh, at Epcot. They have a Mexico pavilion, and they have mariachi there. And it's uh, it's one of my grandpa's favorite things to do, and they actually like my grandpa. They were playing Coco songs, which is one of the main things they play now. They've had them for a while, but now since Coco's a big hit, they play a lot of those songs. And my grandpa was singing with the mariachi, just you know, in the crowd. And then the mariachi's like, "Hey, come up and sing with us!" You know, they're just so such nice guys. So it, that was really cool, and he's like. Yeah, you're right, he does kind of treat him like a kid, but then at the end of the scene, you know, he hands Miguel his guitar and is like, hey, you know, want to play, you know, show me what you got. And then, of course, the grandma, no music, whack, whack, whack. Yeah, but a guitar Whack him with the sandal, It's whack. such a personal item, and the fact that this guy trusts this random 12-year-old kid to let him use his guitar, like, that's crazy. Well, maybe it's Respect. because the kid was willing to tell him his life story, so I maybe. don't know. Maybe, it's like, yeah. Maybe that would be it. That's a Disney. You're hearing me. Disney Plus original. The Mariachi Guy. The Mariachi <laughs> Guy. Disney, do it. The Mariachi Guy. Just do a whole series. It doesn't even have to make sense. We just want more of the Mariachi Guy. Um, and then of course he steals um, uh, De La Cruz's guitar, and that's bad. And so he uh, strums. Because, of course, he has to explain to his great-great-grandpa that he needs his guitar for a talent show. But the great-great-grandpa's dead. So it's like, okay, kid. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Miguel's used to talking to Miguel, people yeah, that he's, don't exist. Yeah, or people that don't respond. Um, <laughs> hashtag Coco. Hashtag Coco. Um, and, of course, he strums, and then he's kind of traumatized because everybody's like, Somebody's stolen that La Cruz's guitar. Let's go find this kid. And then the security guard walks in. And passes right through Miguel. And then you're like... Oh. And it's just like, what? And then he walks outside, and what I put... This is from one of my favorite movies, which is... Favorite movie series, because technically it's not my favorite movie in the series. But uh, one of the scenes, uh, you see dead people. <laughs> so I just wrote in all caps, I SEE DEAD PEOPLE. Yeah, it's just... I was just like, okay... Man, now that kid's gonna be messed up for life. You think he's messed up before then because he broke into somebody's grave, but then like, I don't know. This is these are just assumptions. Um, uh, then he crosses the rose petal, not rose petal, flower petal, because they're not really roses. I mean, we don't know that. Uh, but he goes through. Uh, to the uh, his family takes him. He meets his dead family members. Marigold. Marigold. Okay, it's a marigold flower bridge. The only living plants in the land of the dead. Okay. This is why we have Emma on here, so she makes sure we're not saying anything ridiculous. Even though we've already done that several, several times. That's cool. Um, but uh, his family leads him to the land of the dead. Then, of course, the jaw drop. 
the literal jaw oh, drop. I love that so much. Everything, like, the physical comedy that they have with the skeletons is fun. And then, of course, this is where you meet Frida Kahlo. Yeah. And I actually, of course, when you watch it for the first time, you don't know that, you think that this is Frida Kahlo. And you're like, oh, that's... Fun, you know. Yeah, there are mm-hmm. a lot Death. of references to like the real person and yeah. the yeah. actual. And then yeah. yeah, the unibrow, and then of course it ter- just turns out to be Hector trying to stow away into the land of the living. Um, and then of course they meet the uh, they go through and they meet Mama Imelda, who plays a very critical role throughout the whole film. And I'm going to pull up the actress's name. Alana Ubach. She did such a good thing. Yeah, that was so cool. This character is like almost an antagonist. Yeah, she's no. almost... But then, of course, she turns around at the end. Yeah. yeah. But isn't she relatable? Like, she was wrong so badly. It's not that easy to just forgive somebody like that. Yeah. Right? I feel like as time goes on, like, you can look at... Um, like, if you're going to take a look at, like, an old Disney film... Um, at the time, it still wouldn't have been relative because they were, instead of trying to, like, I guess old films try to teach lessons through a lot of fantasy and stuff, whereas films today actually try and put fantastical characters into real-life situations and then try and teach a story through that. And you did a fantastic job of And Coco does a bang-up job. And then, of course, they have... A character that I relate to so much. The allergic uh, <laughs> departure skeleton yes, with the uh, visor. Yes. It's just like, how are you allergic? Dante doesn't have any hair. Any of that. I don't have a nose. And yet here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> I, I relate to him so much. Great character. I love him. And then, of course, they learn that uh, Miguel cannot return to the land of the living without his family's blessing. Um, Mama Imelda attempts to give Miguel her blessing, but with conditions. Uh, Miguel cannot play music. And, of course, Miguel, he accepts reluctantly, uh, but then grabs De La Cruz's guitar yet again, and then is transported back to the land of the dead. So... Man, Miguel, what a what a kid. He's I, I feel that, though. Like, Defiance. if you told me I couldn't play music, I would super glue my fingers to my guitar. I would. But then that, that would be painful. Like, yeah, you but can't, it would be worth it. Well, you can't... Someone have to, would have to... Okay, that's a whole... I was like, somebody might have to, like, hand-feed you then, I guess. It's okay. worth it. And then, and then he's off. like, it's my life. You already had yours. Yeah, well, that that's, a good, that's a good it's line. It's my line. You already had yours. That's a good one. It is, but it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of rude. Well, yeah, no. at this point, I feel like all the anger that has been boiling in Miguel about his yeah. grandma is now being taken taken out onto this even more... Mommy Melda is like an exaggerated version of the grandma that he has in the living world. They're both mean people. And they do... They both, yes, they both be people with shoes. Yeah. What is it with the shoes? <laughs> You stole my devil box. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was funny. That was so funny. If you're going to hit people with a shoe, though, a slipper is not a very good idea. It's hey, like a basketball shoe. They're shoemakers, so it's pretty durable. 
Good point. Yeah, they're shoemakers. So I guess, I mean, I guess, hopefully, or else they're really bad shoemakers. <laughs> I mean, she beat up a computer with it, so. I mean, a, I mean, a devil box. Sorry, trying to stay consistent with this, with yeah. the story. Okay, so, of course, since uh, Imelda and, the, and um, Miguel's family is not allowing him to return uh, with no conditions, he strikes out on his own. And comes across Hector, yet again, in trouble, at the police station, which even, I feel like it's in, they basically put, like, the real world inside this other world that was, like, just skeletons and with stuff. With dated technology. Yeah, with, two like, updated, it's just like, huh, it's interesting. Well, technically, co- technically, Miguel and, like, everything in the land of the living takes place in modern day. History, so. Modern day when the but in the, like, the land when of the, the movie, yeah, 2017, which there's not a lot of technological advancements that happened after uh, 2017 that I can think of. Well, they tested the first laser U.S. Navy on a never mind. <laughs> That's a whole okay, Jack the historian, go. Um, <laughs> um, in the land of the dead, there's dated technology because it's like dead technology. I, dead. I think it's like twenties, thirties. Like that of. computer was. Yeah, weird. that computer. It was walkie talkie. Not, not, not a computer. It was the devil box. The devil box. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever when I watched it the second time, I was like, "Why is she beating up the computer?" Because I didn't really understand what was going on, and then she just beating up the and she's like. This person in this devil box is lying. Well, bang, bang, bang. Bang. Okay, that's like a whole other episode. Why did she beat up the devil box? Okay. Ooh, Disney, do that too. <laughs> that's another Disney Plus original series. Okay, so now, uh, of course, he comes across Hector. Hector's trying to bribe the policemen, uh, which ultimately do not do that. There's lots of things that are in this movie that you should not do, like bribing, bribing breaking into people's graves. I mean, when Voldemort does it, I don't think you should do it. Oh, there's also, there's killing. Oh, yeah. There's... And blocking people oh, and yeah. throwing and punching yeah. and maining. Well, there's punching that goes on in Looney Tunes, but. And being crushed oh, by It's Looney Tunes. And it's cartoon. It sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was pretty accurate. Do it again. <laughs> Why am I laughing at that? That was just. Oh, you should be like a, you should be a Foley guy. Oh. Foley guy. Mm. Just do your Foley. Okay, so um, Hector tries to take him on a grand adventure across the land of the dead. And then uh, he runs into various characters. Uh, they come across the... They have to get a guitar. Well, oh. they have. They come across Frida Kahlo again. The actual yeah. Frida Kahlo. The actual one, yeah. The actual Frida Kahlo. That's and this is, when it, this is when it's implied... I guess, well, it happened before, but this is when it's really like, is Dante a spirit animal? Right. They, like, this is, like, the first time it's just like, okay, you know, they're just, you know, second guessing, but then they bring it back up, and it's not funny, so it can't be a running gag, but that's when you have, that's when, that's for the people that are watching it for the fifth Six time in a row. I've watched it like ten. I like that little. I've watched monkey. it three times. Oh yeah, the little monkey, the, cre- the crazy okay. monkey that breathes like fire. To, I'd like to point out, parents. One scene in this whole sequence is a little bit. Oh my goodness, Justin. Even so. even if it's like technically, like it's still disturbing. 
Yeah, because okay, we're not gonna go in. We're not gonna go just into that. But I guess it. like some people, like this is when Pixar tries to target more of the adult audience, uh-huh. and we are not adults. Yeah, I but even that. some adults, adults, I said adults again, adults like they don't. Even some of them are like, that's eh, not really funny. It's not really funny. It's just it kind of seems like Pixar was trying too hard to be funny, but they weren't. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Okay, so then they, uh, of course, they have to get a guitar. So, um, since since the failed attempt to meet De La Cruz at his rehearsal uh, did not go well, because he wasn't there, uh, they have to go get a guitar. So Hector takes them down to basically, like, the slums of the Land of the Dead. Yeah. This is when you kind of refer to, like, they basically put... Like, they basically made this world, except it, it's a lot like ours, but with skeletons. Mm-hmm. This is kind of where, it, I, it was just kind of sad going back there, and it's just like, oh, it's not really, even, even the dead have a lower class. That's not fun. Um, and then, of course, you meet Cheech, which I cannot pronounce his full name. I love that character. I know, he was so, that he, when he died, he made me, uh, made me cry. It did. She's like, yeah. It's she's like, he's in there for two minutes. Why'd no, you kill him all? He's in there for two minutes, but he's such a special character. We need he, another. He guitar. supplies the guitar. Okay, we the also want a series guitar. on this guy. I need more information on this guy. The mariachi guy meets Cheech and the, the allergic guy. and the and the allergic visor guy. And the devil box. And the devil box. <laughs> I love that. Make guitar. it a video game. The devil box. The devil box. Yes. A level box video game. Okay. Um, the guitar scene. The guitar scene. Okay, so present. they meet. Yeah, yeah, they're children present. Which, like, they say that now, but then there's, like, the other scene that we need to talk about. She's like, okay, Pixar, what are you doing? But but the rest of the movie's so good that we don't even care. Yeah. Um, uh, then, of course, you meet. Uh, then uh, there's. They go to the uh, talent show at. Um, they go to the talent show at, oh, correct, De La Cruz Plaza? Is that what they call it? I don't know. Plaza it's, De La Cruz. Plaza De La Cruz. Thank you, Jack. Uh, they go to Plaza De La Cruz, where a really great song, very catchy, Un Poco Loco, is played. Song. That's a fun song. <laughs> and then, um, then of course, after Un Poco Loco, um, Miguel uh, sees his family trying to... Find him, which, by the way, throughout this whole movie, the police are looking for Miguel. Yeah. So that shows that his family actually cares. This is not like they, um, like, he disobeyed them, so we're not going to care about him anymore. This is like a legit family that actually cares. Which, and the dead family. Which gives you the question, are they technically the antagonists? Technically, no. It's more like, there really is only one antagonist. But we'll get to him later. They're antagonists, they're just not villains. Yeah, well, it's more like, the antagonist is less like a person, but more like a a belief, almost. Because basically, the only thing that would make them an antagonist is that they don't think Miguel should play music. Right. That's basically the only thing. But an antagonist is anybody against a protest. Isn't... Isn't Miguel at this point, like, didn't, does he have face paint on, like... Yeah, he does have face paint. That way, um, he's less recognizable, because basically, yeah, because the whole world, their whole world is looking for Miguel, because how often does a living person go to, like, 
on the land of the dead. I mean, yeah. I don't know, but I don't think... I think it's pretty rare because they didn't seem to handle this situation no. well. So, yeah, Hector apparently is also a makeup artist. Apparently. Apparently he's a... He's a poor actor, but he's... Uh, Wait, the actor? No, Hector. He's a poor actor. The oh, character is. Hector... The actor is amazing that yeah. played Hector, but Hector's a bad actor. I love Hector. He's so Hector. 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 Actually, I have a actually have a fr- actually have a friend named Hector, really? but but he doesn't remind me anything of Hector from. We're getting distracted. Yeah, we're getting. Oh gosh. Um, and then of course there's um, Poco Loco goes well, uh, but they're probably gonna win. But since they do not show up to accept the award, this polka band? I don't really know what they are. They were awesome. They were cool, though. I especially like the accordion playing nuns. That was fun. The <laughs> one guy in the audience, yeah! yeah! Uh, but then, of course, uh, Hector uh, finds out that, well, Miguel lied to Hector. So Hector, I'm saying, I'm trying to, like, for some reason, my mind wants to bridge what Miguel says and what English people say. So I'm like, Hector. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Spanish people, if I annoyed you with that. But, um, yeah, so uh, Hector finds out that Miguel lied to him about how De La Cruz was his only family. Because at this point, Miguel still believes that De La Cruz is his father. Um, not fa- <laughs> Again, I great, make that dumb. Great. Great, great, grandson. Uh, no, not you. De La Cruz is great, 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 great grandfather. <laughs> All right. Wow, thank you, Jack. I am so, wow, I'm struggling today. <laughs> okay, and then, of course, um, they meet, uh, no, wait, that Amelda chases Miguel on her giant cat, bird, lion, saber tooth thing, which whenever I saw it, it reminded me a lot of that giant saber tooth from, like, the cruise. Yes, I was about to say that. I was just like, wait. I wonder if they reused some of the animation. Well, technically, DreamWorks is a whole... DreamWorks and Disney have a relationship, but that's, like, a whole other episode. Wait, I thought it was Pixar. No, Pixar made Coco, but DreamWorks is the people who made Cruise. They made Cruise. Ah! Yeah. That's a that's a cool. If you guys want to learn more about the relationship between DreamWorks and Disney, go to like YouTube and look up like maybe like Yesterworld or The Funkland. They mention it a lot in their videos, so it's not going to be one video unless they make their own video about that thing, which would be pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, uh, of course, uh, after the chasing doesn't go well, Imelda's kind of trapped almost. And then she, uh, Miguel, uh, is kind of like, you hated music. Why do you hate music even though, like, your uh, husband left you? Like, that can't be the only reason. But uh, apparently music means more to this family than you actually think. So that's a whole other thing that you'd have to watch the movie for because that's a really cool part of it. Um, but then Miguel sneaks into the... Uh, De La Cruz's party in a giant tuba. In a giant with that band that with won. the awesome band they that were friendly. Won. We're getting it. it's friendly mariachis this whole time. Yeah. Epic. Yeah, uh, yeah. All the mariachi, they're wait, so great. Wait, 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 wait. What if that the the dead ones are somehow related to the alive ones that you saw in one of the beginning scenes? Ooh. 
that will be tackled in our Di- new Disney Plus original show. <laughs> Disney, we're giving you basically a whole, like, series. Just Yeah, we're doing the work for you. Not really. Not really. No. We're not really doing work. No, we're just Sitting around and conspiracy theories and... Well, yeah. Okay, and then, um... Of course, the, um... Uh, he meets De La Cruz uh, after singing The World Is Mi Familia, which is a fun song. That's a if you've ever listened to the decapella version of that, that's a really cool, uh, good acapella version. And then he falls in a guitar-shaped pool. Because who wouldn't want a guitar-shaped pool? That's okay. So if Jack is ever on like HGTV, he's like, I want a guitar-shaped pool. Yeah, in case you didn't know, I'm a bit of a geek when it comes to guitars. That's, that's why I knew you would really want to do this episode. I know because this all the is... guitars are realistic, like. I know the woods, and the woods used in the guitars, the coloration, and, like, the figuring is exact! It is! I know it is, but you, I didn't think you were this obsessed with it. Okay, maybe I am this obsessed. Okay, and then, of course, they have the whole scene where Ernesto is telling everybody that he is a great-great-grandson, which I thought that made Ernesto, like, a super comical character. He's like, hey, my great-great-grandson. At first he was like, wait, I... <laughs> He's like, like, wait, how did that happen? And I was like, what's it? And I was like, oh. Oh. But then he's like, okay. Okay. He seems, at first you're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, you're my great-great-grandson. But then he's like, my great-great-grandson. But then he's like, but then like in the middle of the scene, he's like, he's my great-great-grandson. Sure, why not? (laughs) She's like, I didn't know I had a word, but okay. Um, It doesn't matter because I'm dead. It doesn't matter because I'm dead and this kid's alive. But I still like my (laughs) great-great-grandson. Okay, and then there's, uh, of course, Hector sneaks in in his Frida Kahlo costume (laughs) again. (laughs) Wait, but he didn't get it back from the policeman, right? We don't know how he did that. He got it back, (gasps) though. Maybe he did end up bribing the policeman. What person? She was like... Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh she costume. made another one. Oh man, that was like stole one. He, and then yeah, he stole one and he didn't return it, so she probably made another one. So he probably stole that one. She was not happy with him. Yeah, no. Hector getting himself in trouble again. again. But anyway, he sneaks in, uh, and for some reason, it takes him a really long time to get to Miguel. So basically, by this time, Miguel is like absolutely in love with Ernesto, and. Boom! Hector drops in. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing just goes kaput for Ernesto. Uh, Hector discloses, um, which, should we keep this part a secret? Or should it just be like, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. If you really want, if you haven't seen it and you have been listening up to this point, you need, absolutely need to stop listening right now. Go watch Coco. And come back and listen to the rest of this episode because okay, so we're giving you we're giving you a a chance to like turn the channel. Fair warning, guys. Point of no return. Yes. Okay. Okay. We're starting the spoilers in three, two, one. Hector, (laughs) Miguel's great great grandfather. Wow. I almost say great. I didn't actually expect that. Yeah, that was on you, Pixar. The plot twist, big, big plot twist. When Ernesto was, like, about to give the blessing, the pedal didn't glow. Yeah, that was, like, the big thing. I didn't realize that. Thank you, Emma. And then, of course, um, Hector, and then they get thrown into the pit because Miguel finds out by using his amazing observant 
adaptive skills, which we did not know we had up until this point, uh, discloses that, and it is found true based off of Ernesto's reaction and admitting it, basically, that he killed Hector. (laughs) He saw it in the movie. He saw it in one of Ernesto de la Cruz's movies that was playing on loop over and over again for some reason. Uh, Ernesto is fed up with himself. Uh, but, uh, so basically, Hector and Miguel get thrown into this pit. This is when, this is technically when Miguel finds out that Hector is his, uh, Miguel's great-great-grandson. Um, and then they have a very touching moment, which, um, yes, it is probably the it's better. I feel like each time they sing "Remember Me," it gets better. Yeah. It gets better. So the first one's good. I like it. It's catchy. That's the one I sing the most. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay, we're not gonna sing that, dude. You shouldn't have started it because I want to sing it now, but we're not going to. No. Maybe that should be like a bonus thing, just us singing "Remember Me." Uh, bloopers. Bloopers. Okay, and then, um, then of course, uh, Hector. Uh, reveals that he wrote Remember Me for, uh, he wrote it for his daughter Coco, and then, uh, which I thought that was a really sweet rendition, Mm -hmm. but it is not the best rendition in the film. There's something about that at the end. Okay, yeah, okay. Something about that pit thing. The pit, oh, did you see, like, the giant skull head in there? I don't know what that's from, that's gotta be a reference, but but there's, like, a giant skull head in there. In Mexico, they have these... Maybe. Maybe. In Mexico, they have these mountain thingies where the top is out, and then there's a bunch of water inside that looks almost exactly like that pit. That's cool. That's back to Pixar research. Yeah, Pixar researching, 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 and researching. Good on you, chap. Yeah, they've done that. They just, like, go all out with everything. Even the theme parks. Like, have you ever seen, like, cars pictures of Cars Land? Yes. It looks exactly like Radiator Springs. I want to go. All but right. anyway, that's a, that's a whole other Moving thing. On. Dude, we're pushing 40 minutes. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yes, the sweet rendition of Remember Me. And this is when the big rev- revelation is that... Uh, their family. Their family. Then uh, Dante to the rescue. Oh, I love that. So With much. his wings, yes. they just are. With the spread out. I think it's hilarious how just occasionally Dante he gets Dante gets really excited and his like tongue wraps around his and face. You, you know why? Apparently, that breed of dog, their teeth don't fall out, so their tongue just goes like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, my dog does that sometimes, but his teeth are so like in line. With like the edge of his tongue, that they're all—he's almost always got his tongue sticking out straight. Yeah. Except when he gets real excited, then he kind of does like a Dante thing, and his tongue just goes everywhere. Everywhere. What's that specific breed of dog that I cannot? It's pronounce? a hairless dog. Wait, should we look it up? No. Let's look it up. What oh, is Dante? What do, kind of dog do, is? Do, do. No, no, no. This is not Jeopardy. I know. Do, 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 do. All right, I'm done. Oh, you should keep going, because Fun fact, that Frida character, the real Frida, like, saved that dog, because that dog was becoming, like, not popular or something. Yeah. Yeah. So she got one in. Uh, Dante is a, oh my gosh, it's like a Zolo. Whoa! That is a really, basically, they look, uh, the actual dog looks like the dog from, uh, Best Friends Whenever, if you've ever seen that show. Wait, wait a sec. Actually, in the film, Frida calls it Zolo or whatever. It yeah, is. Zolo. Oh, yeah, it's short for. <laughs> what the heck? That's a direct pronunciation. That's 
that's Jack's Jack's vocabulary. That's another segment that they should put in our Disney Plus original, <laughs> the Disney Plus original show. And then, um, of course, they escape uh, the pit with the help of Mama Imelda. Oh, and Pepita. And Pepita, and that's what they—that's the name of the yeah. saber tooth cat Dang, lion bird thing. <laughs> what the heck? Scary, scary thing. Whatever. And then, um, it's not super scary. If you've watched Croods, you can get over it. The thing in Croods is a lot scarier. But, um, so they escape. Uh, Hector meets Imelda. That's a fun scene. That is a fun scene. And then, of course, they, uh, Miguel concocts a plan in order to get Hector's photo, which is a recurring theme that Hector, the only reason why Hector helped Miguel in the first place is because Hector is being forgotten. And in order to not be forgotten, you have to have your your family has to put up your photo on the ofrenda, which is actual Mexican culture. Um, we probably should have mentioned that. Earlier. Yeah, like, like actual culture. There's something about honoring the people who have been forgotten. But yeah, stars like we're not gonna do that. that yeah, that's a whole no, other. Cheech th- was forgotten. Yeah, Cheech was forgotten. Nobody that, knows where yeah, they go. Also, it's like death number. The two. final death is what the they call. Yeah. And it reminds me of Warriors and Star Clan. We want a series on the final death, too. But this so, was... so, Disney, here's what you have to do. Cheech, the mariachi guy, electric visor guy, in... <laughs> the devil box? The devil box, in a show that's about the final death. Wait, we also need a show on you guys making the music for this and recording the soundtrack. Oh, a documentary? That would be so good. Do it, do it, do it, do it. I'll pay you the five bucks. The actor from bucks. Miguel, he actually sang, like, all the songs. Yeah, he did. Oh, um, wait, so, can we tell about that thing well, with the actor? Yeah, we will. Okay, so, uh, of course, they concoct a plan to uh, grab the picture, which has been stolen by Ernesto, and then... Um, so they break into Ernesto's what the what, the sunlight dang it I can thingy this uh, what do they call it sunrise spectacular that's what they call it the sunrise yeah. spectacular so basically it's a giant concert featuring Ernesto and only Ernesto um, so they break into the show uh, and they un- unintentionally before their plan is completely set in motion they run into Ernesto and instead of trying to set up an attack, they just run at him and just scream. Just don't do that, Grace. You're running five minutes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they're running through and they're beating up all of his bodyguards and with tearing see? off their arms and using them as nunchucks and <laughs> bang, bang, bang. But anyway, uh, here's another fun fact about Coco. The guy who played Miguel, which I'm going to look up his name right now, uh, he it's... was not the original person to play him. And Anthony Gonzalez. He was actually brought on after the original actor, who I cannot remember his name, uh, his, the original actor went through puberty, and so his voice was cracking throughout the singing of the songs, and so they couldn't, so he couldn't do it. So they brought on dear old Anthony, and he did a bang-up job. And they put the original guy in there. And the original guy is actually in the film. He is the guy who's like, Ernesto de la Cruz, you have five minutes! Do you think they paid him? They probably didn't They pay probably him. still paid him to do it. Yeah, but not gotten... as much, I mean, oh. But that's still, like, he still got to be in the film, and that's good. And he, just fun. Ernesto de la Cruz, you're on in five minutes! His voice is hysterical, though. He's like, it's oh just... man, I can't remember my line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be so painful. It's, it's like, go practice line. your lines. He walks around and goes, Ernesto de la Cruz! 
That one guy who's in all the Pixar movies. Oh yeah, John Ratzenberg. Okay, so here's the thing. With John Ratzenberg, he's a good friend of John Lasseter, who basically started Pixar. And there's a whole... John Ratzenberg is in every single Pixar film. He has played Ham in Toy Story. He's Mac in the Cars films. He's, yeah, he wow. plays a, uh, he's the Yeti in Monsters, yeah, Inc. Welcome to, I can't even do his voice. He's in Incredibles, both of them. He plays the same character. But basically, he does kind of smaller character roles. But basically, it's essentially the same voice. <laughs> he just does his voice. He's a guy with, who's on The Dentist. So yeah, and then he, uh, which, when I was watching this last night, I was like, where's John Ratzenberg? <laughs> Because you can't, because he has that real like, yeah, you know, kind of almost like Kermit like voice, and then you, <laughs> and then you're like, because you go through like almost like a bag check, and you're like, you're on this person's a friend. Oh, go have what do they say like have a nice visit or something yeah, like that, yeah. and he goes, he, you're like, you're on your dentist's a friend. Have a nice visit. Thank you. Thank you. Gracias. It's so funny. I was just like, wait, that's John Rasenberg? It sounds nothing like him. But anyway, they uh, basically break into the show. Uh, Imelda accidentally steps onto a platform that brings her up to the stage. Hmm. And she uh, doesn't know what to do, so she starts singing, because that's what you do. Um, when you don't know what to when do. When she supposedly doesn't like music. When she, she Miguel, supposedly after doesn't... Miguel tells her to. Yeah, and then... She starts singing, in my opinion, well, this is very much personal bias, the best song in the entire film. Wrong. It is good. It's like a folk. I love that. I love that song. It's El... Oh, gosh. I'm butchering these Spanish words. It's it's the song with Imelda and De La Cruz. That song is so good. And Hector plays. He plays guitar. And then Hector, like, finds a guitar and starts playing. It is so... There's a giant rack of them, and he's just like... And he made it all about him, and I'm like... Who? Ernesto. Oh, yeah, Ernesto. He's yeah, so and of course he comes in and tries to steal the show even though Imelda's clearly owning it. And then um, Imelda, after the brilliant musical number, she... Kicks re- in the shin. Re- re- Yeah, she does kick him in the shin. <laughs> uh, which is the reason for the screaming at the end of the song whenever you listen to the recording. Uh, but then she finds Hector, Ernesto, steals the... No, he grabs Miguel, basically kidnaps him. And they, he takes him to like almost like a backstage balcony. Yeah, thing? I don't know why. That I don't know what it is. It's, it's a cool. It's like a cool little spot. I mean, it's cool. And then it's not what they tried to do on that spot, but it's cool. Oh. Uh, and then um, Miguel's basically uh, Ernesto basically threatens to kill Miguel if they come any closer. They come closer. He throws Miguel off the cliff, uh, and Miguel is rescued by Pepita. Way to go, saber tooth cat lion bird Dang. thing. Thingy. Okay. And then, um, after that, they, of course, uh, they expose, uh, I can't, Ma, what are they, Aunt Rosita, I think is her name, she basically, like, turns on the camera, yeah, and backstage. Yeah, and so goes into his whole villain spiel about he's his master like, plan. He's yeah. a threat, or something. Yeah, he's a threat, because I have to maintain my reputation. Why am I speaking French? That's not <laughs> French. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I speaking French? It's just... Yeah. By the way, for those of you who don't know, uh, basically how I learned to do these episodes is through a class, and this is basically what happens in this class. We just talk about the show that we watched and make up weird theories about it. But anyway, um, so 
I can't remember how, but they somehow like launch Ernesto into the stratosphere, and uh, oh, and no, the, it was Pepita. She oh yeah, Pepita. Like cool soccer move. Yeah, Pepita does shows off her amazing uh, Hispanic soccer skills, and uh, knocks him ironically into a bell. Then that bell falls on top of Ernesto. And then the guy in the audience comes back with his corn dog things. What did I miss? Oh yeah, that was that was a good part. And then of course, um, Hector uh, is basically forgotten, almost forgotten. We don't know because we don't see that. But um, they give uh, Miguel their blessing with no conditions. Yay! Um, Miguel runs home. Uh, because he had found out, because the only person who still remembers Hector for being an actual person instead of just, like, a memory of this horrible man is Coco, which is, who is going through a, some sort of memory, um, it's, I don't think it's Coco getting old, I think it's some sort of almost, like, disease, almost. It is, there are a couple of Like, probably, maybe, like, Alzheimer's yeah, or something. Yeah, that was one. And if you're not following, Coco is... Hector's Coco is Hector's daughter, daughter but is also... She's, like, a hundred and something. But, yeah, but, she, and she is... It's a hundred and nineteen. She's, yeah. she's Miguel's great-great-grandma. I mean, great-grandma. Yes. Mm. Yes, 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 great, one great. Just one so, great. So, uh, Miguel runs into... So, throughout this whole thing, his family, his real family the living family are still looking for him, so they have no idea where he's at. He runs into, um, uh, the room where Coco is sitting and tries to invoke memory of her father upon her, which, that doesn't work, which makes, and oh. basically, you shouldn't really, uh, uh harass a, a person anyway. He did grab the guitar, though. But he did, yeah, he did grab he's the guitar. guitar. <laughs> this is not what happened. <laughs> That's not what happened. But basically, uh, the best. The best. Oh yeah, thinking about it. Yeah, this is the best song throughout the whole film. Uh, most important song. Yeah, the most important song. Yeah, Miguel sings "Remember Me" to Coco, which is what her father did. And here's the thing, Coco. Like earlier in the more, like in the movie, when you like see her when she's little, mm-hmm. and when she sings it, like at the very end. Yeah. She starts, like, at the same spot. Like, almost the same spot. Yeah. What? So, Coco starts singing along with him, and then basic, and then uh, remembers her father, and starts telling stories about him. And the whole family uh, comes to the conclusion that music is a good thing, and not a curse. And then, uh, of course, they have... Uh, they go back and forth between the living world and the dead... And the... Land of the Dead. Uh, you see Coco with her parents. That's a little strange that Coco looks older than her I parents. Know. Okay, okay. Like Imelda and Hector, that's okay. Like Imelda does look a little bit older than Hector, but that's okay. They wanted to get the point across that you... she's an over exaggerated version version of the grandma on in the Land of the Living. But do you like, unage the longer you're in the Land of the Dead? That's maybe. also Disney again, Pixar rather. Also, for, do your um, thing. Hector, he didn't have shoes for the whole movie, but once he was accepted back into the family, he gets shoes. Oh, that is yeah. why. That, this is that when this is so why you sense. bring people who watch the movie a million times on your I podcast. I read that. I didn't catch it. I read it. Okay. I'm Though you could have like been like, I totally just observed that. No, no. <laughs> and okay. he, his bones and look then, better. Uh, yeah, and then of course, yeah. um, 
And his clothes weren't torn. The last, yes, yeah, yes. the last song, um, which I cannot remember the name of it. It's a good song though. I like it a lot. That was your audition. Proud chorus. Is that what you used for your audition? Yes. That's when a good it, song. it was for I, I butchered it. What was it for? Probably Wizard of Oz. Little, no, Little Mermaid. Yeah, oh. that Little song. Mermaid. But that's my favorite song in the whole. That's thing. a good song. And then uh, of course, basically, it just explains that. Um, uh, basically, Miguel references almost like the entire film in this one song. And then they end on a those weird paper napkin things saying the end, uh, which is a great way to end it. Just end it the way he started it, and then. I love that scene in the end though, when he's dressed as a mariachi and he's older, and his siblings are playing. Or yeah, music. he's got like baby siblings and now. And it's like epic jam sesh type thing. Yeah, everybody's it. got like just a random instrument. There's an accordion, and a fiddle, a violin. Hey. Just depends on how you use it. See, well, I'm from the south. Y'all from like up. Well, technically, my family's from up north, but I live my whole life in the south. We call that here a fiddle. <laughs> I think that's more. No, that's a south. That's more west. No. You want to know what's in west right now? California. <laughs> that ain't the west. There's no west anymore. There's the south. That was loud. Okay, so. If you guys want us to do more of these film, guys, we're almost at an hour. Dang, this is a long episode. I'm so sorry for all you people who are like, we love your 20-minute episodes. We just wanted to go through the whole film. Um, but anyway, if you liked us doing like these kind of longer episodes, uh, uh, follow us on all of our different platforms that we've got here. Uh, we've got... Man, if I can... Remember them all, man. This is gonna be hard. Jack, do the do 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 thing. And... Okay, you can find us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. If you liked this podcast episode and all of our others, please follow us so you can get the word out. And uh, yeah, if you want to hear these guys again. Follow us, and then if you want me to stop talking, follow us. I don't know. If we get up to a certain amount of listens, we should do who can do the best chicken noise contest. Chicken noise? Yeah, because Disney uses chickens (coughs) a lot, right? Yeah, Right. We should do that. But but Chicken Little, though. He's a chicken. Exactly. No. We will make chicken noises. Wait, chicken noises in the tune of Chicken Little's rendition of of We Are the Champions. Okay, fantastic. Okay, Okay, so right now, okay, so I think the next big, um, like, landmark would be, okay, I think when we get a total of 100 listens, we're at 63 right now. When we get a total of 100 listens, me and Jack will do... Uh, our randish, a duet of Chicken Little's We Are the Champions. And Brennan will help. And it may or may not be us doing chicken impressions. I will do the chicken impressions. And then I'll just be like, yeah, Jack, you go. And I'll just be quiet in the background. Uh, okay, no. so thank you for listening to this week's episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you spread the word about our crazy antics that we that you guys endure for some reason. I don't know why you guys like it. like listening to us, but it's fun. We like doing it. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, goodbye. Everybody say bye. 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 No, that was bad. Okay, where's the button? There it is.